Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in health IT, where will the smart healthcare dollars go in 2023? My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. Webinar today, Thursday, one o'clock Eastern time, priorities. We're gonna be talking to three CIOs and we are going to explore the macroeconomic environment that they are living in and the trends that are impacting them in terms of setting priorities. And we're also going to talk about what those priorities are for 2023. To sign up, hit our homepage at thisweekhealth.com. All right, a couple of other things. This, this year, we've partnered with Alex's Lemonade Stand. You're going to hear more about that as the year goes on. And we are going to be doing drives throughout the year and raising money. We have a goal of raising $50,000 for Alex's Lemonade Stand, which supports children with cancer and cancer research and you name it. It's a really inspirational story. I just interviewed Alex's mom today and we're going to be airing parts of that throughout the year for you. It's our fifth anniversary and we thought we'd give back and it made a lot of sense. So that's what we're doing. If you're wondering why I didn't mention sponsors, because we are still sorting that out, who the today's sponsors are. But if your company is interested in sponsoring Today in Health IT, feel free to reach out. You can just hit our partners page, uh, thisweekhealth.com slash sponsors, I think is the name of the page. It should be partners, but it's sponsors. All right. Today, I love this story and uh, someone shared it with me. And so I'm going to share it with you. This is Where Will Smart Healthcare Dollars Go in 2023? Owen Tripp wrote this. And uh, let's see, how, where am I going to start here? I'll start up here. I, I like the four things he points out, but I'll start up at the beginning. A new program in Ohio and Illinois promises to erase medical debt. I'm with the health policy professor who sounds, who says it sounds good, but we need to get the cost of medicine under control ultimately. Sooner would be better. You know, it's, it's one thing to keep funding it. Uh, and I love that opening paragraph. It's one thing to keep funding it. It's another thing to get the cost under control. Uh, the cost of healthcare matters to us all, patients, clinicians, employers, providers, healthcare investment decisions, which affect costs, not just ultimately, but in the much nearer term matter as well. Going into 2023, belt tightening could be bad and good for healthcare. And quite frankly, I don't think the cost of healthcare is going down, even though we have belt tightening going on across the board. And so anyway, I'm commenting as I'm reading, so I apologize for that. I usually comment at the end. Uh, there's less money, but more thoughtfulness about where it goes. All kinds of companies are now finding ways to enable connected comprehensive care expert guidance and 24 seven access. So there you go. So where will smart healthcare dollars go in 2023? He says four places. I love this. This is really well thought out. I appreciate what, what Owen put together here. Number one, digital front doors that actually lead somewhere. I love that concept. Digital front doors that actually lead somewhere. You know, it's he goes on to say too many digital front doors lead to tiny healthcare houses. There's a thrill of immediate service once you're in, but then that familiar frustration, no real connection to or understanding of a patient's benefits 
let alone their health history, unique needs, or preferences. Convenience without connectivity is a short-term play. It's when the front door leads to a foyer featuring inbuilt benefits that things get interesting and valuable. And I think this leads to the the last one that he has in here, but I will give you a little teaser here. Uh, we have to start integrating more and more aspects of the system and from a technology perspective, essentially revealing those through the digital front door. So people have more access to more things and it needs to be designed in a way that benefits them. Not only it will benefit us in the long term, the, the healthcare providers in the long term, but it needs to benefit them as well. They need to think about it. We are on health journeys. We're not on healthcare journeys. Some of us are on healthcare journeys. Obviously, if you're battling a chronic disease or or something that's with you ongoing, you're gonna you're gonna have healthcare needs at all times. Most of us, most Americans, do not have healthcare needs full time but we have health journeys that are going on all the time. And so I would like to see those digital front doors integrate the entire experience, health and healthcare, and uh, not only offer the convenience that's looking forward, but also offer value to helping us in our journey. All right, so that's number one. Again, I love that, that terminology, digital front doors that actually lead somewhere. Number two, virtual first healthcare. And he starts very provocatively, telemedicine is as dead as the payphone. Even on-demand doctors have been outstripped by an offering that goes beyond convenience. Virtual first care is the new and improved thing. Outfitting a patient with a known informed doctor alongside a care team staffed by experts representing the full spectrum of services. Virtual is no longer an add-on or an afterthought. It's a vital part of the care experience for everyone, old and young, rural and urban, sick and healthy, and so a wise draw for dollars. So virtual first healthcare. I agree with that, by the way, 100%. It's not it's not that thing that sort of gets bolted onto something else. It's thought through from beginning to end. How do I how do I get in touch with somebody to advance the uh, situation that I'm currently in? Be that health or healthcare. I keep going back to that theme. Culture competence. This one's not as self-explanatory, so I'll read it. High quality health access is finally meeting a combination of distribution, expertise, and trust. Okay, high quality health access is finally meeting a combination of distribution, expertise, and trust. The key is treating people in context, in their community, with culturally and socially concordant care, thanks to medical professionals who understand underserved populations, including, and he goes on to list some of the underserved populations. Inventive healthcare companies are creating care spaces, plans, benefits, and experiences for all types of people and communities. Where they go, the dollars and employers will follow. All right, so culturally relevant, care in context, awesome. And then finally, integration as the innovation. There's a lot of talk about how innovation is finally reaching healthcare as we head into 2023, but look at the three trends above. And one thing is clear, ingenious individual solutions are not the way forward. Integration is the innovation that counts now. Connecting patient care to benefits knowledge, combining the ability to respond to acute and chronic needs, taking care of administrative and clinical concerns, delivering both virtually and in person on what's needed by patients, that's worth a lot. Truth is the dollars 
we'll see invested in healthcare in 2023 will go everywhere. And the healthcare companies that win now won't necessarily be incumbents, though they could be. The winners will be those who do two things, figure out how to meet the patient when and where they want and need to be met at home, online, wherever, and connect them to the best possible personalized care experience, period. I'm not sure I could say it any better than myself. What's the so what on this? The so what on this is these are very good observations. Digital front doors that actually lead somewhere. Virtual first healthcare instead of bolted on telemedicine. Telemedicine is as dead as the, I'm sorry. Yeah, telemedicine is as dead as the payphone. Culturally relevant in context care is becoming much more important and personalized care, if you will, and then integration. Integration as the innovation. Great concepts, loved the opportunity to share them with you. And that's all for today. I don't really have much to add for that. When people write really insightful things, I just wanna share it with you. So that's all for today. If you know of someone that might benefit from our channel, do me a favor, let them know, write them a note, send them an email right now, tell them they can subscribe on thisweekhealth.com or wherever they listen to podcasts. We're gonna be putting these out. On this channel, you're gonna have a show every day. It's gonna be about 10 minutes, unless I get long-winded, then it'll be about 12 minutes. Sometimes they're seven minutes, but hopefully it'll be something that you can talk about, you can disagree with me on, you can hit social media and and, uh, tell me what what I got right, what I got wrong. We wanna thank our sponsors who make this possible. Check out our website, thisweekhealth.com. We have 1820, we have 20 of our sponsors listed there. Some are still coming in. We're still getting contracts signed. We we bring on sponsors on January 1st, so we're still sorting through that. But great group of sponsors. Love for you to take a look at those. We do vet them very carefully. We actually interview our sponsors and interview their clients to make sure that there's someone that we wanna represent to you in the industry. So, hey, check it out at thisweekhealth.com. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.